Blog Talk Radio. Madden Voice, three, two, one, now. Commissioner T here, it is the Madden Voice, week three in the books, and uh, we are here to talk some football, and I got to be honest with you, I'm supposed to be in a good mood. I, I am supposed to be happy. The Cowboys are 3-0, and two-game lead on the whole NFC East, widely considered one of the best teams in the NFC, widely considered one of the best teams in the NFL. And I got to be honest with you, I am pissed the fuck off. Yeah, I said it, and I meant it. I'm going to get into it in a minute. I got to bring my co-host on momentarily, but I'm angry. I don't like being angry when my team is 3-0. and I'm supposed to be happy. That's supposed to be happy jolly days and happy times and you know, they say in, in politics, although today's not the day to talk politics, but, you know, when someone, you know, happy days, I hear it. You know, they play that song. I don't know why they play that song. I think it's the dumbest song ever. Uh, but, 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 because the politicians don't do shit. Anyway. But anyway, my point is, I should be happy. I am not happy today. I'm not. That said, let me bring on my co-host. Because I know. Some of them ain't happy either. Some of them are happy. Gentlemen, welcome to the Madden Voice. Man, it feels good to be back, bro. Three and O. What? (laughs) Cannot cannot relate even a little bit to three and O. I gotta say. Oh, you can. You just gotta flip it. You just gotta flip it. You're, You're right there. Slip. Yeah. No. No. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Not, not, not feeling that, bro. All right. So I, 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 don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't blame you. I, I absolutely don't blame you. Tonight's show, we're gonna spend some time talking quarterbacks because I don't, I don't know about, I don't know about, I don't know about you guys. What I'm seeing is unprecedented as far as the shift, the change in quarterback. And I guess what we're going to talk about is, like, who made the right decision and who's made the wrong decisions. Like, you know, some decisions are there's kind of you had no choice. But, man, there's so much going on in quarterback land. And then I have a special announcement. But first thing, I got to get this shit off my chest. I, can, I ain't getting married. Fuck all that. I ain't. no. Yeah, no, no. No, 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 no. My, my special announcement has to do with football. 
football. But before we go there, hold on. Let me just let me and I want you guys response to this. I could talk about this all night, but I'm not going to. Okay, I'm not going to. But I'm I am not happy because my Dallas Cowboys ain't that they're getting no respect, none. Bill Barnwell, NFL writer, widely respected, comes out and says, well, you know, Dallas is doing pretty good, but they're going to decline. Okay, excuse me. They're 3-0. Oh. Of course, at some point they're going to lose the game. Is that what you mean? Is that what you mean when you call it decline? Like, what the fuck are you saying? I mean, does it take a brain surgeon to look at the schedule and say, okay, you, you know, you got you got Saints coming up. They look they looking, you know, freezeless but still looking competitive. You got the Packers on your schedule. You've got the Eagles twice, even though they look a mess, but they're gonna play you tough. You got the Patriots. You got the Bills looking like they might, you know, do some things. I mean, you you've got some teams on your schedule, and I don't know. I mean. We've only had two teams in, in NFL history go undefeated in the regular season. And we've only had one mm-hmm. team go undefeated all the way through the Super Bowl. So I'm not expecting mm-hmm. my team to go undefeated. I'm not. So it, what do what you? You get paid how much money to write an article that says the Cowboys are going to decline? Oh, my God. Like, really? Like, it took Einstein and Confucius. And Bill Nye, the science guy, to come back together to say, hey, guess what? The Cowboys going to lose at some point. Whoa. Like, what is wrong? Like, and then on top of it, I got to listen to this crap about the competition. The competition. And, and you know, they, they haven't beaten anybody. So, okay, right. Cowboys fans, you know, don't be, don't, you know, relax. They, they haven't beat anybody. Really? Who the Patriots have beaten? I just want to know who the Patriots are beating. Because last time I checked, <laughs> the Patriots are 3-0, and and their three teams that they beat are 0-9. Last time I looked, last time I checked, their teams that they beat have not won a game yet. And they are widely considered the best team in football. Period. And no one will debate it, and no one will argue it. Matter of fact, we're going to do power rankings starting next week. But if we did them today, I guarantee you all four of us would say, the Patriots might be one person that might throw the Chiefs in there just to be difficult, K-Star. But most of us will say the Patriots are the best team in football. Well, they, they, their competition is 0-9. Why do they get why, – why, why are they gods? Why are they, you know, oh, my God, look at Tom Brady. Look at Bill Belichick. Oh, my God. Cowboys do the same thing, which is what – I'm sorry. Isn't that what a good team is supposed to do? Last I checked, a good team is supposed to be the bad team. That's what makes you a good team. If you play a bad team and you barely win, guess what? You're not a good team anymore. So if they call you a good team and you play a bad team, you should smoke the bad team, which means, yep, you're a good team because you did what you're supposed to do. I don't understand these people that make all this money analyzing the games and analyzing the NFL. I got to hear that Daniel Jones become the favorite to win the rookie of the year. That was actually a legitimate question. The man has played one game. We have 13 games to go. And someone asked the question, is Daniel Jones ahead of Kyle um, 
Murphy, Murray, Murray, Tyler Murray as MVP. I mean, uh, rookie of the year. Rookie of the year. He played one game. We're talking rookie of the year. We're talking MVP. Mahomes is playing out of his mind. I get it. Three games. You see what happens in the NFL? You know, two weeks ago, Barkley was the best running back in the league, right? And he's going to be home for a little while. I, I, I don't have anything against Saquon Barkley. I want him to heal up and get back. I don't like injuries on anybody. That's not what I'm about. I don't promote injuries. No. But that's part of the game. And that's part of greatness. Why is Tom Brady so great? He, 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 he plays. He plays. He shows up. He plays. What's the difference between Dak Prescott and Carson Wentz? Carson Wentz keeps getting injured. Dak Prescott hasn't missed a game. Say what you want about Eli. One, one missed start because of a coach. He played. Phillip Rivers. Big Ben. Uh, Big Ben's hurt now, but historically, Big Ben played. Drew Brees, he's hurt now, but historically, he plays. Greatness, you've got to show up to be great. It's that simple. Now, Barkley is an amazing running back. He's going to be out for a while now. But two weeks ago, oh, he's heading shoulders. Work. What did I say? I say, hey, he did it one year. Let's go another year. That I get so disgusted. With the lack of knowledge, and I'm going to go back to the original reason. I'm going to shut up a few of my guys are going to say. But I am, I am, I am hot. My team is freeing up. They did what they were supposed to do. Dak is looking incredible. Zeke is rounding in the form. Got a nice backup. You know, the offense is looking good. I don't know if y'all saw the game. I saw the game. And Quinn, oh, my God. Oh, my God, did he look good. First game back. And he was he jumped off the screen, got his first sack. Looked good. I love the way this team looks. Not just the fact that they Who won, back? but I like how they won. Robert Quinn. Hey, Robert, Robert Quinn. Quinn. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Looked good. Nice. First game back. Looked good. Looked looked good. My point is, I, I don't like it. Give my team a break. Give them credit. Hey, if they if they fuck up, fine. If they had lost one of these three games, I'd be the first one to say, what the hell. You did what you were supposed to do. And these guys that are like, consider the competition, Shannon Sharp, blow me. Okay, all of y'all. Y'all don't know what you're talking about. I don't care how many Hall of Fame rings and Super Bowl rings you have. It is clear that you have an agenda when you're on TV and you're writing these articles and you're doing these YouTube videos. You're not being honest and true to the game because you're not holding the Patriots to the same standard. You're giving them a pass because they're the Patriots. I don't know what the Patriots did last year. It's a new season. It's a new season. So all I know is this. I'm not talking to my co-host here. I love you guys. But I'm going to tell you what. If the Cowboys beat the Saints in New Orleans, even with Teddy Bridgewater, I'm making a YouTube video. And I'm posting it everywhere. And I'm blasting everybody. 4-0. Be the quality team in there. In their facility, I am blasting everybody. I'm rooting for the Cowboys before, apparently. I must be rooting for y'all. Oh, I want to see it. I'm gonna tell you that video is gonna. That's gonna be some people blocking me on their Twitters and whatever other accounts. They're gonna see. They're gonna be blocking me when I'm done. They're gonna be. I don't know who this commissioner right. C is, but I don't want to hear him no more. Then I'll know I got to him. All right, guys. All right, Bro, now, they're going to think that. I went off for about eight minutes. Am I wrong? K Star, if I'm wrong, y'all will tell me. Y'all, my people, tell me I'm wrong. 
No, I don't think you're wrong, but, you know, I really hope the Cowboys win week four. So when people think of the name Commission T, they think of the T stands for troll. Because I need to see oh, our trollish, ignorant, obnoxious video. Let it happen. Let it be. And I think it's justified because, I mean, it's not like the Cowboys are struggling. They're blowing these teams out. They're um, amongst top three in point differential. You know, it's not like they're eking out these, these games, these wins, you know. So, I mean, even that argument isn't there, um, nor is it applied elsewhere to the Patriots. Uh, so, I don't really understand the criticism. I think, you know, a lot of the NFL media, they're just like regular media where they want clickbait, and they know that Cowboys hate is often, I think, clickbait material. Generates a lot of views, a lot of hits, because people have really strong opinions. Either they love or hate the Cowboys. So, you know, you kind of get, I think, that in the mix, because from a football standpoint, it doesn't make sense with their um, with the criticism, because like you said, the standard seems to be moving whenever it's the Cowboys relative to the other undefeated teams. Okay. Either one of you guys got anything to say? I mean, you're not wrong, but being upset about it, but not surprised by all this rhetoric either. Just not. I remember when we started talking about all of this first game of the season, how everybody was talking about, well, this team is going this way and that team is going that way. And we had basically a full segment of, of all reactions. And this is a clear-cut case of just, overreactions across the board with everything, with what you said about Daniel Jones, with what folks are saying with the Cowboys. I mean, two of the three wins that the boys have had are against division rivals. Say what you want to say about the, in air quotes, level of talent. We all know divisional games are always going to be difficult, and they blew them both out. So I, I could really care less about what folks have to say. It's not like we, we took the schedule out for them. It was already made. So they go against who they play, and they knock them out, and they move on. So all these pundits and folks that think they know what they're talking about, stop it. Just just stop it. The Cowboys are going to be on the tip of their tongue because we said it before. They're worth $5 billion. So good news or bad news or indifferent, still going to be the talk of the town. But you either love them or you hate them. Obviously, T and I love them. But they're going to be the talk of the town. Just ridiculous what their analysis is trying to tell them because they don't know what they're looking at. Let me, let me clarify, though. It's not about caring. It's not about caring. It's about we rely on these reporters, these analysts, for our football information. They're the insiders. They're closer to the game. They're in the stadium. They talk to the players, the coaches, the, the staff, the agents. You know, they're – connected to the game we're sitting home so I, when i listen to them i listen intently like when jalen ramsey called in sick and it was a big thing about oh he's just manipulating and ryan clark came and said i talked to him personally i will tell you i know for a fact that he threw up three times last night he is legitimately sick see I, we don't have that information so that's what I rely on them for. I want the inside scoop. I want Jay Glazer tell me what's going on. Adam Schefter, Ian Rappaport, you know, the Mart Report, all the insiders. Hey, you guys are connected. You're on the phone. I want to know what's going on. I want to know what the, the, the pulse of the league is because you guys can give it to us better than, than we can. Even though we're media to a point, 
we're not media to that point. I sit in Bristol. I am down the street from ESPN, but I have no connection to ESPN anymore than anybody else. So when I hear this bunch of bull jive, it irritates me, not because I care, because I know it ain't true. And why are you, why are you perpetrating a fraud? I literally watched Ryan Clark say, that Jalen Ramsey is legitimately sick. He is not trying to play games with the Jaguars. I then turned to Shannon Sharp who said, I can't co-sign this, Jalen. You need to get the work. So he didn't even take the time. to. Do, he just had a, an opinion because he's a former player, Hall of Famer, three-time Super Bowl champion. So he just knew that Jalen was faking it. Now, I don't know the truth. I know there's one person who said, I talked to him directly. And another person who's speculating. I guess I'm going to lean on the guy that talked to him directly. Unless he's lying to him, which, you know, hey, don't know that. But the point is, where, where's the integrity in all of this? Where is it? And to sit there and to just, and you know, you know, he just hang tight, Cowboys. You know, yeah, I know. The Cowboys are ratings. I get it. You know, it's no different than what I heard about the Bears last night. I'm going to go to train. Well, you know, uh, Mitch still ain't, ain't showing us much. And, and, you know, well, they only beat the Redskins, and the Redskins are a mess. I'm sorry, there's only 32 NFL teams. Yes, there are going to be good teams and bad teams any given year. But imagine if the, so the Bears did what they're supposed to do. Right. The Bears are who we thought they were, right? They did what they were supposed to do. They are supposed to be a contender. They are supposed to be in the hunt for the division title, right? They're supposed to be. They went to the playoffs. They're supposed to, like, let's make, you know, let's got the best defense in the NFL, upgraded your running back, all this great stuff. And then they went into Washington and did what they were supposed to do. And what did I hear? Well, you know, Washington ain't really that good anyway. And Mitch still ain't showing me nothing. And, um... You know, wow, but look out for those Packers. Train, am I wrong? Holler at me, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say something, Train. You, we missed you last week, brother. Say something. Man, you said Packers, man. I almost said, almost said off a few F-bombs and, and all kind of stuff. And hey, we man. are rated tonight, man. I, I moved our rating up to R because I knew I was going <laughs> to swear. I knew I was going to The most irritating thing is that the Packers are sitting there 3-0 and because Mac Nagy couldn't, couldn't coach our first game. Not because they outplayed us, not because they 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 were the better team, all because Matt Nagy couldn't coach their first game, and so the Packers were sitting there three and zero instead of us. And as far as beating the Redskins, hell, I'm pissed we ain't score more points. I think we we left we left about you know what I'm saying fourteen to seventeen on the field. Mm. That's as far as I'm concerned. We should have destroyed that team. Period. In my opinion, you did. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I, I, mean, I, I think you did. <laughs> yeah, I, I, but I mean, the, the Jets got beat thirty to sixteen or thirty to fourteen, whatever it was, by the Patriots. Ain't nobody complaining yeah. about that. Ain't nobody saying nope. that the Patriots didn't do nah. their job. And it, I think that's the most interesting thing that you said out of everything that I've heard everyone say about this. Just this particular topic, the most interesting thing that you said was the Patriots literally beat teams with a combined record. Of zero and nine, and nobody's talking about this team declining. They're talking mm. about this team going to the Super Bowl, you know. And all they need to look out for is Kansas City. That's all they're saying about the Patriots. 
but everyone else, oh, everyone else, you know, it's it, you know they they, they didn't, some something's gonna uh, happen with it. I'm just like, dude, there, y'all do know that uh, there are bad football teams in the NFL, right? <laughs> like, every NFL team isn't really good, and and it's true enough. You can have that day where a team just have your number, but all in all, there are some bad football teams in the NFL. Like, they just mm. simply don't have the talent or they're not coached well. The Redskins is kind of one of them. You know, and, and if you have an injury, and here's the thing, because I dealt with it for years. Every year, I get somewhat excited about what Chicago would be able to do. But then we suffer an injury. And because I know the team intimately, I'm like, damn, that's not the person that needs to be injured because it's a major drop-off between him and who's backing him up. But see, people from the outside looking in to be like, man, that team just sucks. When the experts. average team – The experts, right, Train? The yeah, experts. Yeah, they, 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 right. They're supposed to be experts. But, see, when people when – you're on the outside looking in. When, when a team that's average loses – starts to lose its best players that they're counting on, they become garbage. You <laughs> okay? Because they don't have anything else to back it up. In some cases, you may find a gym, but it's still – they still turn into a really bad team. And that's what we were until we freaking got talent. I mean, every team – I'm not – you know, there, there are teams who can stand to lose players for in the injury for, for a certain amount of time and still be good, but there are a lot of bad football teams or average football teams that will lose – the right per lose the wrong person, and all of a sudden, man, their season that season is gone. Mm. Yep. So I don't. I, I, I'm. I, I do agree with Jay. You know, what I'm saying just let it roll off. It's just just be like a duck, man. Let 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 the water roll off your back, man, and just 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 nah. keep it going and just smile. Nah. Just smile nah. Like, as, as Dallas. Nah, that ain't put on Nah, I'm emotional. Uh, football's an emotional game. I'm emotional. I ain't sitting back and, and you know, oh, you know, nah, man, I'm speaking up. You know, you know, you 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 stand up for what's right. I stand up for what's right, and I go after what's wrong. So y'all can sit back and do how to handle any way y'all want to, but I'm going to be emotional about it because that's how I roll. And that's the bottom line because I said so. All right, um, K Star. On the on the subject of decline, and I really don't want to spend too much time on this because I'm not I'm not in the mood to hear a grown man cry. Um, but is it over for you Steelers? Is it over? Is it is it all done? Uh, well, what do you mean this season or, or this, this season? No, season. Last couple of years. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I know what three is, yes. but I mean, oh, three is pretty pretty pretty. That's pretty tough. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's done, bro. It's done. I mean, the Steelers should have got destroyed by the Niners. They turned the ball over like three times in our red zone. Uh, we managed like 200 yards of total offense. Um, we should have got Molly Wapped. Honestly, we're lucky to even be in that game. So, you know, not looking good, man. Uh, was not very impressed by Mason Rudolph. Um, if we don't have good quarterback play, I'm not sure what, what we're really going to do this year besides not be a very good football team. So we look at the context of the division. The Ravens seemingly are the best team 
through the early portion of the season. Of course, injuries can change the lot in that equation. But, I mean, the, they have the most explosive team. They do not have any explosive offense. Uh, I think at this point we're kind of just hoping for the team to develop and, and see what Rudolph, if he can even potentially be a quarterback of the future at all. But uh, I'm not very encouraged after one, after the first week's performance. And, uh, yeah, it's not looking good. Okay. All right. We won't beat up on you. We'll, we're going to let that slide. And, uh, yeah, because that could have been anybody's team. I mean, when you lose the players you guys have lost, you know, um, and, uh, yeah, so let's move on. Um, so the next issue, we're going to talk about some quarterbacks here. Um, so I mentioned it earlier. I'm curious, you got, you, you know, you, the three of your thoughts on Daniel Jones. Um, I, you know, again, I, 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 it irritates me because I love this game and I pride myself on accuracy, you know, and when I hear people after one game anointing this guy, I mean, let's go get his gold jacket, you know, let's go get his gold jacket. Um, I, you know, he, it, it just, it, it annoys me. He played, um, you know, he played, he played, I watched the game. He played, you know, uh, pretty good. I didn't actually didn't watch the whole game, but I watched the last, I don't know, the last bit of it. And, and I saw all the highlights and yeah, I mean, he looked, he looked okay for his first game. Um, you know, I don't know. I mean, you know, Tampa is, is, you know, and again, where's the where's the equity when we're analyzing? Because I know the Giants are a bad team, but so is Tampa. I mean, I mean, I could have ran down that middle highway that they left open for him and scored that touchdown. I could have did that. I mean, he was untouched. Okay, um, so that was a mistake. And then even with that, you know, they have a, the Bucks have a chance to come and win the game. And um, who's Arians is the coach? Told y'all I don't like him. Never did, never will. Um, and they, you know they try to, you know they try to position the <laughs> the kick um, and move the ball back five yards to make it easier. And in essence, had they just left it, he probably would have made it and they would have won. So they blow they blow that. So that 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 whole that whole thing is a debacle because Tampa Bay is a terrible team right now too. So you had two bad teams play. Giants win by a point, uh, come back from a huge deficit, and um, they're, you know, already giving this guy, like, telling him to take off his jersey and put on number 10 and uh, change, your, you know, the back of your shirt to Manning because you're the heir apparent. I mean, the, the praise that a guy gets from one game is amazing to me. Now, I don't know. Am I wrong? I, my, my opinion on this, and you guys tell me if I'm wrong, huge overreaction. Huge. It's one game. It's one game. And Barkley's out. That's still going to suck. Sorry. Now, anybody disagree? Hell no. Nobody's going to disagree with that. Remember a few years ago, the Buffalo Bills quarterback, uh, Nathan Perriman, he came out and had a Peterman, decent yeah. game and released for Peterman. Yeah. Remember, everybody, oh, look at him. He's going to yep. be great. Yeah, look, look what yep. happened the next game. What, five picks, two pick sixes and whatnot. And, and again, I feel like we're we're in this season of let's overreact on anything. If someone sneezes, oh it's an automatic God. death sentence. I mean, it's, it's getting out of hand here. Did he play well? Yeah, it seemed like he played well. Did he played well in the preseason against twos and threes and maybe sprinkle some ones. Okay, fine. 
He went in, he played against Tampa Bay, got a win, and, and really, for all intents and purposes, shouldn't have won because field goal kicker for the Bucks um, missed it. But he got a win anyway. So congratulations, good for him. But everybody just need to slow the hell down with this. And, and I keep telling everybody, and T.U. said it, Train, K-Star, y'all have said the same thing I'm about to say. When someone has film on you, look out. And after one game, folks are going to have film on him. Watch. Watch. Let him do this consistently for the next six, seven, eight, nine, ten games. Then then I may have a little bit of earwax removed so I can listen. But until then, I won't hear it. I won't hear it. <laughs> one damn game. Shut the hell up. So, okay. So I mostly agree, but you were really critical of Daniel Jones. So I think that a little bit of you doesn't want to hear or acknowledge that he played a really good game because he did. Now, does that no, no, extrapolate no. throughout the whole year? Probably not. No, I don't. I, I do think well, – hold on real quick. I, I think that um, there's certainly some overreaction, but the dude or the kid, the kid played a really uh, good game, that's for sure. The, the, I mean, they put up 32 points. Uh, the defense wasn't stopping Mike Evans whatsoever. Um, so we got to give the guy credit. He lost Saquon Barkley in the second quarter. You know, and Tampa – or not Tampa. Uh, New York has been getting beat up by everyone. NFL, Twitter, us, all the media about the Daniel Jones pick. Um, so I think he deserves credit. But, yeah, I mean, the hype, of course, of course, whenever someone has a good game, it, it goes way too far. So he's not going to play every right. week. But that was definitely an encouraging sign if you're a Giants fan. And, and, and you're damn right I was critical of him. I'm still going to be critical of him until he does it consistently. And, and I gave him credit. I said, hey, congratulations. You did play well. But I'm talking about the overhype of everybody acting like he's right. going to be the next, you know, Skip Eli, he's the next pain man. That's what I'm specifically talking about. I'm going to stay critical until okay. he proves me wrong. And one game ain't going to prove me wrong. Yeah. The Redskins had a quarterback several years ago, and he was a journeyman, and he came in and he played well. And I, for the life of me, can't remember his name. Really irritating me. And it was a question, whoever the starter was, it could have been, it might even have been like when McNabb was there. I'm trying to remember, but somebody had gotten hurt. And uh, this guy came in, he was a journeyman, he was in his late 30s, he came in, he played well, and oh, he started talking Was about, it Johnson? Nope, nope, nope. I'll know it when I hear it, but that ain't it. Um, and I remember saying, um, wait a minute, he's a 10-year veteran. He's been on like seven teams. <laughs> okay, so I mean, he's been around. Of course, you know, these guys are professional athletes. They're going to go out and have a good game here and there. You know, look at the guy that, that the Seattle signed to the $10 million contract, and then, and then he never started one game for them because Russell Wilson – Beat him out in in a, a preseason in, in minicamp. Beat him out, and yet he came in to do for all these. You know, yeah, Flynn. That was that's not the, the uh, Redskin guy, but Flynn for the Packers. The, you talking about yeah. Roger Howdy? No, it's not Grossman. Nope, nope, nope. Um, I want to think. Say his name was Todd something maybe. Col- um. I wasn't Colt I'm McCoy. I don't Colt McCoy a couple of No, I wasn't Colt McCoy. No, 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 no. Um, so, you know, anybody can go in because you're a professional. You know, it, you can have a good game, right? And, and, but 
the, the problem is, is like people want to, you know, I always, I always like Bill Parcells when he said, put away the anointing oil, anointing oil. you know, Romo came out and had a good game and he was like, Hey, slow down, you know? And I love that about him. And, you know, a lot of the older mature coaches will be like, all right, well, let's, let's slow down and see what we got here. But everybody else is ready to jump up and throw a Hall of Fame jacket on these guys. The guy played one good game, one decent game, got a win. Good for them, good for the Giants, you know. But let's let's give it a couple of months and see where he's at. And Jay nailed it. We've all said it. Now they got film on him, okay? Now let's see. Let's see, because NFL catches up with you quick. They're going to figure you out quick, unless you're Pat Mahomes. Good Lord Almighty. Other than that, they're going to figure you out pretty quick. So, I don't know. Train, you got anything to add to this? Because – so I haven't, like I haven't chimed in this, and and I've, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm here, guys. I've, I've just been listening. Um, I, I, I'm just gonna be honest. <laughs> you know, no, you, we you two, you got, you got, <laughs> you guys are Dallas fans, man. So you know, yeah, you like competition, <laughs> but you ain't gonna root too hard for anybody in your division to do well. That's just, just not what you do, but. At the same time, I I believe I understand you guys' position as, look, yep, he played a good game, but let's not call him rookie of the year. Let's not say he's here he's here to to save to save the Giants because you know, this this is a this is a game of attrition. You gotta you gotta be able to stay healthy and get through a season and then and, and get and, and you know, mature into the game. I'll simply put it as this, and I said it when we because I was actually you know when they they they, they drafted him, he took uh you know John took a lot of flack for picking him you know because Dwayne Haskins was there and they, you know Dwayne Haskins they showed more on the level than college level than than this guy, uh but we played them preseason and uh, the one thing I did like about Daniel Jones I thought he was a really yeah, I thought he was an, an accurate passer like if anything uh, that dude could drop the ball in there. Uh, I was sorry. like, that's – I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, nah, Todd Collins. That was the guy I was mentioning with the Redskins. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, from the – yeah, I remember that that, that guy. Uh, so uh, so I thought he was a pretty accurate, accurate passer. He even demonstrated that when we played him. But I also knew that this guy will – he does not take care of the ball when it gets crowded in the pocket. That's also what I saw. So it's like you know, depending on who he play, he going he gonna have some ups ups and downs. Uh, T, you right? Uh, I think it was T or Brie Brother J called it out. Competition. I mean, the Bucks aren't world beaters. <laughs> they they they're they're not. So and it's proven by the fact that you you got a double digit lead on this team, and they come back when their best player is actually injured. They're still coming back, and you, <laughs> you allow a dude who probably has <laughs> I don't know maybe four eight <laughs> just run straight up the middle <laughs> and score a game mm-hmm. with a touchdown on you, uh, and then you still come down and you kind of make what well, may not have been the smartest decision to go five yards back on the field goal. I don't know who does that. That's new to me. I think that's a first. I hadn't really. I know people go five yards back on a punt. But I never see anybody go take a penalty to go five yards back on the field goal. Normally, the closer the better. At least I, that's what I thought. If you guys know that that's changed, please let me know. 
I've been only not been watching football for like uh, a day. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so I'll simply I'll simply put it as this. Uh, it was cool to see because I think he did enough to get the naysayers on his back off his back as far as whether Dallas should have selected him or not. You know, well, whether whether he's whether he's you know whether you know good enough to play at this level. I mean, you you showed some poise in preseason. Um, you managed to lead your team back into a game and eventually win it. I think is I. I I, I take nothing from him on that, but like anybody else that comes out and you know you know look like a flash in the pan, it's like, all right, this is that's one game. You have um, um, uh, you got uh, thirteen more to go, so uh, good luck. And once we get that year's film on you, good luck again, because teams well, figure you out. Let me just say a couple of things. One, I don't think one game proves anything as far as getting naysayers off your back. It's one game. I mean, one game doesn't, you know, it's one. Um, uh, and this has nothing to do. I, I have to totally – this has nothing to do with me being a Cowboys fan and being against the Giants. If you recall, when Dak was right. our quarterback and everybody was saying, that start Dak, I was saying, put Romo back in. If Romo's healthy, he's the proven quarterback. I don't give a damn how many games Dak has won. Put Romo back in. I was one of the last people to get on the Dak bandwagon because I always go with what's proven. And Romo was proven to me. Dak was not proven. And the fact that he had won, you know, two, three, four, five. And, of course, every week he kept winning. It got harder and harder. I'm like, ah. And I'm like, nope, I'd still play Romo because so, I, I just, so, you know, the, the, the track record means something to me. And so I'm not going to – and I even said, hey, Mahomes had a great year, MVP, you know, went to the AFC Championship game. Got to come back and do it again. Now in three games so far, hasn't missed a beat. But for me, you got to show me something. And one game, even one season, do it a couple seasons. I said that about Barkley, although I I did acquiesce that dude looks like the real deal. But you got to show me something. Can you come back and do it again this year? And so I'm saying is one game is one game and way too much hype over one game. When I heard one of the shows say, is he now a leading candidate for rookie of the year? I kid you not. After one game, rookie of the year. Are you kidding me? Too much. And if it was my quarterback, I'd be saying the same thing. And actually, right. when it which, was my quarterback, which, I did which, say the same thing. Which you guys did. I was, I, I wasn't. So I mean, just just because it sounded like y'all took it that way. No, I wasn't saying that. That that I wasn't saying that in a way that that got at you guys' bias. I was saying that's what it sounds like. You know what I'm saying? But I know from being on this show with y'all for several years now that you guys aren't biased like that. You, so you were right. Even when Dak was, even when Dak was balling, and and even showed that poise, the same poise and preseason, you were like, hold up, I still want Romo. And even I was saying it, but you like, hey, I think they should put Romo back in there. So, no. So, just just in case it was, if it wasn't understood, no. I wasn't saying that to say, oh, that's the reason why y'all are saying what you're saying. No. I, I That's why I worded it to say, it sounds like you guys are really, 
harping on the fact that don't anoint this guy just because he played well in one game. Let's wait to see what he turns into. Right. Am I, yeah, and, and, I understand that correctly. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. No, yeah. and I was thinking the same thing, and that's where, where T and I were both going, is, is that everybody's talking about this one game acting like it's 100 games that he's played and it's nowhere near that. And, and with that, I had watched Dak in college, so I knew I knew a little bit more about him than, than, than most of y'all because I'd seen him play, so I was on that bandwagon a little earlier because I've seen the track record. But with with Daniel Jones, he came from Duke, was, well, I think, 16 and 15 as a starter or something like that. Didn't really have the numbers that pop off the page. And then you draft him six when you got Haskins right there waiting for you. Even though he only played a full year, he, he had 50 touchdowns for crying out loud, so he must know how to throw the football a little bit. So, yeah, I was critical of him then. I'm still going to be critical until he can show some consistency. Your best ability is your availability. And if you're available and can play on top of that, now I'm listening. So he's got to do this multiple times in order to get my attention, in order to get folks with football integrity attention, because that's what it boils down to. We're football fans first, and then we have our teams. But first and foremost, we enjoy real football and talking about real football, not this anointing stuff of rookie of the year nonsense. Next thing you know, they're going to be calling him Super Bowl champs, and he's going to be the Super Bowl MVP, and he even got to the playoffs. I don't even want to hear it. And, and, and I, I, I have to say, because we do a sports talk show, I do take it personally when the contemporaries that are on TV, that are on the radio, that are getting paid a lot of money to do what we, what we do because we love the game. And when a Stephen A. Smith, who's probably the top voice in all of this, comes out and says the Philadelphia 76ers are going to the NBA Finals, and he says it in September. Like, how do you get away with that? He said the same thing last year, by the way. In case anybody forgot, he came out at the beginning of the playoffs and said the 76ers are going to the Finals. How'd that work out for you? Like, how do you get to do that and still get to be considered an expert in something? Like, you can't be able to do both. If you're stupid enough in September – they haven't even started preseason games yet. Never mind, got into the season. Injuries, 82 games. I know I switched sports, but it's the same concept. I don't get how these guys that make all this money and are so popular can just say anything they want, and nobody holds them accountable. No one stands up there and says, hey, wait a minute, Shannon Sharp. Hold on a minute. You said the Cowboys weren't even going to the playoffs. You said that the Eagles – were, you know, the team to beat in that division. Let's talk about your prediction. Instead of you rag, ragging on the Cowboys and their opposition, let's look at the Eagles and how, how disastrous they look. That brings up my next topic. Did anybody see the video of the Eagles O-line kind of standing around as he was getting sacked? I guess no, I, but it just okay. sounds funny. <laughs> All right. I did not see that. See I, I All right. can't help but laugh. Oh, well, I, okay, then I'll comment on it. Y'all didn't see it. You can't really say anything about it, but do yourself a favor and check it out. Because, and and one of the P, and I can't remember who it was, but someone that I actually respect um, said, and, and I thought about it, and having watched so much football in my life, I said, you know what? This could be the case. So, there's a play, the Eagles um, just lost to the Lions, and, you know, Wentz was back there scrambling around, and they got him. And if you look at it, 
by the time they got the O-line was just standing there by the time they got him. And it didn't look good on the O-line. Could just be the way the video played out, but it didn't look good, okay? Especially if you watch a lot of football, it just didn't look good. Someone said that it is pretty clear that Wentz's voice in the locker room does not resonate like Nick Foles' voice did. The team just doesn't get behind him like they got behind Foles. And even to the point where they're saying, well, we got our Super Bowl. <laughs> you know, we don't went and got ours. You got one because you were on a team, but you didn't win one. You know, and, 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 and there seems to be general consensus that there might be some resentment because of how he is and his lack of leadership skills, and it's showing on the field. So I, I guess I guess, I guess we, we'll table this for now. Um, the Eagles got a big game on Thursday against the uh, Packers. I'm going to watch as much of it as I can, but I got to kind of get to bed at a decent time Thursday. I got some uh, great plans with my lovely lady this weekend that are involving uh, a very, very, very early Friday morning departure. So I, I'll probably get to watch like the first half of the game and then probably doze through the second half. But, but I think we need to keep an eye on the Eagles and, Again, I have no dislike when it comes to this show. I don't like them outside of the show. I can't stand it, you know. But right now, I'm just saying, watch the Eagles, and let's keep an eye on this and see, um, you know, are they really a mess, as some people are starting to say, and is it going to show on the field, or did they just have a bad game? You know, they lose to the Packers and go one one and three. Um, they're in trouble. That's big trouble to be in after the first quarter of the game when you were you were predicted by many to win the division. And don't let the Cowboys actually win against, which is a winnable game. I mean, it's not Drew Brees. We've beaten Drew Brees a few times. So, so it's a winnable game. So the Cowboys go to four and zero, and the Eagles go to one and three, and then and then take it one step further. The Giants beat the Redskins. I think the Giants and Redskins are this weekend, and they go to two and two. Oh my God! I don't even want to. I don't even want to listen to the show if Daniel Jones wins the second game. I might just have to like you know watch Spongebob or something and not watch any more football shows because they're just going to go crazy with anointing this guy, you know, the next Phil Sims. But anyway, keep an eye on the Eagles. Um, all right. So I wanted to uh, – so my surprise, because I know you guys are curious. Hmm. So we talk about the Four Horsemen, right? And, and you know, I think it was Train that actually – coined the phrase the four horsemen and uh and it's, it's been and you did and it's been brady all along it's been breeze all along it's been rogers all along and then it was originally peyton manning and then manning re- retired and then we brought in big ben and so now i look at the four horsemen and i say well uh despite what I what I still thought I saw last year, although I gotta admit he's looking pretty good so far this year. We'll we'll see how the year plays out. But Brady is still Brady. Uh Rogers is still Rogers. Now Breeze is out, he's hurt. Um and Ben is done for the year and he's hurt. So I thought about it and I said, so it's now the time that we wanna make changes to the four horsemen. And as you know, it wouldn't be fair, right? Because, you know, Breeze is out and he's hurt and, you know, Ben is hurt. And I don't think being hurt, I, I think we want to see, like, a, a, a drop-off in your gameplay, not an injury, you know, unless you're retired, and of course. But so, so we're not going to do that. We're going to leave the big, the big four, the four horsemen. 
But I've got a new group that I'm going to introduce. You guys can agree. You can disagree. But I've got a new group. I've got a new group, and I've got a new name. And they're going to be, you know, they're, they're not going to be held. We're not going to put them, a, you know, they're not, it's not the Mount Rushmore quarterbacks. But it's the next group. This next tier, okay? And I got a name for them. So here we go. First one on this list. Easy one. Wait, this wait, what's easy. the name? I'll tell you the name the after I tell you the group. group after I tell you who the group okay. is. Okay. And I'll tell you the name. Okay. okay. First one is easy. Matter of fact, I'm going to have y'all guess who the first one is on my new list. I'm going to have y'all guess who is the first one. Pretty easy. Oh, oh. Better, be, better be dad. Oh, let's. No, no. That's likely Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, man. Bro, he, he called Mahomes. him Bonafide for week one last year. It's Patrick Our Mahomes. Boy. It's Patrick Mahomes. Sorry, JB. Patrick Mahomes is the first right. one. He he is clearly <laughs> right now playing the best, period. It is what it is. Number one, Patrick Mahomes. Number two on this list, who would number two be, JB? Rain Dakota Prescott. You better believe it. Dak Prescott, number two, having an incredible year right behind Mahomes. Mahomes is just on another level right now. But Dak is doing things that I never thought I'd see Dak do. And he's done it three weeks in a row. I think we are seeing a new Dak, and I think he's going to be very consistent. Yeah, yeah, he's not going to be perfect. No one's going to be. But Dak is looking great. Um, so that's number two. Number three on this list. Let's see if y'all can guess who yes. number three might be. Go ahead. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, number three on the list. Lamar Jackson. They said he couldn't throw. He came out this year. Now, last game wasn't his best game, but that's okay. It's okay. You're not going to play lights out every game. Well, maybe Mahomes is, but other than that, you're not going to play lights out every game. <laughs> okay? So, that's the third one. And then the fourth and final one on this list, Deshaun Watson. JB, you must be, you must be peeking at my list because, yes, it's Deshaun Watson. Yes. Now, I have a we've feeling where, four, where you're going with this. Four young Incredible talent, the next generation of talent in the NFL. I was going to call them the young four horsemen, and I'm like, man. And then I was going to call Can them I the Black the Panthers. I was going to call them the Black Panthers. And I said, man. Can I, can I guess and, the name, Jay, You can guess it, but I bet you're not going to guess this one. But go ahead and guess it. Probably not, but I was going to say the Tuskegee Airmen. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Um, but no. Yeah, like Jelly. Well, Jelly's nope. a good one. <laughs> well, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, nope. The name of these four quarterbacks. Okay, star, you ready? Yeah, man. You're gonna like this one, K star. The name of these four quarterbacks. The N W O. This is the new world order of quarterbacks. We got four young superstar African-American quarterbacks lighting it up. That's great. We have never had that in the NFL. New world order. 
on brand too. That's on brand with the uh, four horsemen, the NWO. See what you did there. I like it. You like that, huh? You like that. I knew yeah. you like that. I knew you like that. I yeah. don't think I have the NWO music on my thing here because if I did, oh wait a minute. <laughs> So, Ooh. train. I would. I, I'm. I'm not. I, I, something tells me you're probably not a wrestling fan. Mm, no. Okay. So, it, it, real quick, <laughs> the New World Order was. It was a big wrestling gimmick. Um, way back, maybe you know, like now, probably like 15 years ago now, and it was like one of the hottest gimmicks of all wrestling gimmicks ever. And even every now and again, they they. Excuse me, if you watch modern day wrestling, they bring them back up because it was like one of the most popular gimmicks ever. WCW had it before they went out of business. They kind of got carried away with it. And, you know, but in the beginning, it was like, like, if you're a wrestling fan, it was like insane. It was just like, it was like stuff we had never seen before. Guys from one group coming over to the other group and this and that. And did it, you know, you're on one show at eight o'clock and 10 o'clock, you're arriving on this show. How'd that happen? The invasion. And it was just insane. But you had to be a wrestling fan. But anyway. The Hulk, um, the Hulk Hogan heel turn, man. The Hulk Hogan mm. heel turn, still the greatest yep. moment. Nash. Yeah. I, I, well, when, when Hogan turned and came in and bashed to the beach. That is hands down to me mm-hmm. the greatest uh, moment in professional wrestling because you saw a guy who had been the face of the sport his entire career and he became a bad guy. And you never thought you'd see Hulk Hogan be a bad guy, like ever. And he did it. And he did it well, yep. by the way. He did it really well. Um, oh, yeah. Yep. Now we just need, now we need John Cena to do it. But that's another story for another day. But John Cena, John Cena needs to come back as a bad guy because this other stuff, hustle, love, and respect, is dead. It's dead. Come back as a bad guy, John. But anyway, so those are the new world order of quarterbacks, four young, talented, African-American quarterbacks. And, hey, I, I'm, not, I'm not opposed. This can be a fluid list. I'm not opposed to switching names out, and I'm not opposed to bringing in, any, you know, a Baker. If Baker can show some consistency or, you know, whoever might shine – and, and you guys want to revisit this down the road and say, hey, T, you know, Lamar's still falling off. He started off strong, but, man, he's just not doing it. Um, but that guy over in Carolina, no, not the Hall of Famer, as K-Star said, but the other guy that came in and, 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 and played pretty well and um, looks like it's – I don't know, guys. We're talking quarterbacks. I, 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 I hate to say it, but have we seen the last of Cam Newton? I mean, if this it's guy quite plays possible. well, if this guy yeah. played, he played well already. He keeps playing well, and Cam's hurt, and you know, I, I mean, is it possible that it's over? At least in Carolina, I, I, somebody he'll get another chance somewhere else. There's no doubt about it. But could it be over in Carolina? That would be unfortunate, man. That would be unfortunate. But um, I don't. I I. You know, I I I know K Star's been a fan of Cam for a long time. And um when Cam played Cam Newton ball, that was that was the Cam we like to see. 
you know, the cam that had fourth and inches and all he needed to do was uh, line up behind the center and they already had a first down. (laughs) I don't know why you wish to change this man's game, and I understand the injuries, but, yeah. No, you got to change his game. You know, you said it. It is the injury. He can't play that. Yeah, he can't. I mean, he physically, that's why he's not playing. And if he's going to come back. He can't turn into a pocket pass. He doesn't, he's not that. He would never be that. This is what we've been saying in the beginning of his career, though. We kept saying he's got to develop pocket quarterbacking skills. He can't rely on his athleticism to get him through his entire career and have longevity. That's what we were saying last week is the exact opposite of Tom Brady. He had little to no athleticism, but his game was cerebral. That's why he's been in the league almost I, 20 years. I, I, don't, I don't disagree that these guys that are athletic need to get the cerebral game. I get that. But I also think these athletic guys need to learn to uh, protect themselves just a little bit more. Uh, and unfortunately for Cam, the, the, the refs wasn't doing him any justice either. Uh, because he was so big, but they they also got to learn to protect themselves a bit more. Well, but the reality of it is he's been hurt. He is hurt. He can't continue to play the same kind of game. If he wants to play, he's going to have to figure out how to play a safer game, which means more presence in the pocket. If he can't do that, hey, then it's over. I mean, football don't owe him anything. You you either adjust. Right, you know, so you know, if you want, I, and I believe, you know, either either this guy will bomb and he'll be back starting in Carolina, be, you know, in a few weeks, or this guy will start winning some games and then we'll have another Dak Prescott, Tony Romo, uh, what's the guy's name, Kyle Allen, I believe, uh, Cam Newton yep. discussion. If this guy's winning, they're going to keep him in, and then at some point, Cam is a little younger than Tony was when this was happening. But I do have all the faith in the world that Cam Newton will get another opportunity. He will get an opportunity to play for another team. And then that's his chance, new offensive coordinator, new scheme. That's his chance to reinvent himself. And it ain't easy, and everybody can't do it. So we'll see if he can or can't. But if he wants to play five, six, seven more years, that's going to be the route he goes, or it's over. You know, and, hey, he's made a lot of money. Maybe, you know, okay, hey, I, you know, maybe he'll do the Andrew Luck I need to get in. And, and move on. I, I need to get in this conversation. Um, Cam yeah, Newton. that is your Hall of Famer. So, yeah, and, I mean, the guy has a, a winning record in the league of 68, 55, and 1, about 9 and 7 each year. He's been a MVP, Pro Bowl player. He's obviously not the same right now. He's physically battered. I'm honestly concerned he's going to retire. Why I say that is because he has been talking about doing some soul searching, um, and you just don't see that. Yeah, that concerns me. And you just see this. It doesn't look like he's having fun. He just looks like he's hurt, not enjoying himself. There's no smile. There's no Superman. You know, the cape might come off, and I think he might actually retire before he plays for another team. Um, he's had a he had a soldier, uh, shoulder surgery in the off season. Uh, he had one the year before as well. So this is a guy that's gone under the knife a couple of times in consecutive seasons. And he had to rebuild guy his throw after the second surgery. Keep yeah, that in yeah mind. exactly. His throwing he motion, he had to rebuild his entire changed. throwing motion, yeah, after that second yep. surgery, which, you know, you've been throwing a certain way since high school, 
And now all of a sudden yeah. you can't do that anymore. I mean, that's a lot of work. So I'm sorry, Case Starbuck. Yeah, and um, you know, before last year when he before he got hurt, he was playing well, had a 94.2 quarterback rating. He played well in Northerners' offense, but after he hurt his shoulder, he's it's midway through last year, he doesn't look the same. And um, I think I hope that he gets healthy and he can still run around because I'm not confident that he can adjust his game to where he uh, isn't also rushing through. That's what made him so so great was his dual ability. Um, but yeah, at this point, I'm concerned he may actually retire. I uh, hope I'm wrong. Hope he he just needs a few weeks to get himself back into game shape and, and be able to do what he has historically been able to do. He's only 30 years old, but he's an old 30. He's a battered 30. Um, got ran for a lot of touchdowns. Took a lot of red zone, hits in the red zone, unlike other quarterbacks. So concerned, definitely concerned about Cam. Kyle Allen certainly Cam, played well. All Cam has to do is watch a tape of Dak Prescott. If he wants a formula that he can emulate at this stage in his career, Dak has figured it out. Dak runs when he needs to, you know, and Cam would run because he could run. That was the difference. Now he's older. His body has been beaten up. The, the, you know, the, the Superman ain't coming out anymore. If he wants to come back and play, and, and figure out a way. He could watch, he could watch um, Vic when Vic returned. Vic didn't run like he ran when he was with Atlanta before everything went down. When he came back and played for Philly, he ran when he needed to, but he stood in that pocket and rifled that ball out of there. There are examples, even RG3 now doesn't do what he used to do. There are examples of mobile athletic quarterbacks that have tailored their game. And can he do it? I believe he can do it. Will he do it? I don't know that he's going to want to. I, I agree with K-Star. That's a lot of work right. to, at this stage in your life to change your your game. And I just – I don't know that that's something he's going to want to do. I think, you know, he might be like, you know what, <laughs> I got a lot of them. I got about, you know, $80 million in the bank. Um, I got this big smile. I'm this big personality. I'll have no problem getting a job in the business somewhere. Yeah, I'm all done. So we'll see. I hope he doesn't because – you know, when Cam plays and he's not being a jerk, he's one of the, you know, very entertaining to watch. Unfortunately oh, yeah. for me, I, I rode him a lot because he was a jerk a lot. And I didn't appreciate his sideline antics and his attitude and his smiling when you win and moping when we lose. And I didn't appreciate all that. But if he cleans all that up, which I think he has been better at, and he refocuses his game. I'd like to see him come back and play. Come back and play. But we'll see. All right. Um, last item before we get into, I don't know if we're going to do picks or what have you, but um, did you all see, we're talking about videos. <laughs> did you see the Philadelphia Eagles and the firefighter video? Tell me you saw that one. <laughs> oh, I saw that. That was hilarious. I heard about it. I heard about it. Okay. Yeah, you gotta see yeah. the video train. You gotta, you gotta Google it. Go to YouTube. You gotta see the video because, because you gotta look at the look on this guy's face because the look on his <laughs> on his face is priceless. It will have you in stitches. The look on his face when he says Aguilar and he looks right into the camera like give him a, give the camera a Kevin Hart look. 
dude, it is hilarious. It is hilarious. Eagles fans are no joke. They are no joke. Mm-hmm. K-Star, I'll tell you, we, we dealt with a lot of Eagles fans in Madden. And I remember sitting with K-Star in a, at a tournament in the hotel the night before the tournament watching the Cowboys and the Eagles. Cowboys happened to win that game. But, man, the Eagles fans were – they were rough. And these were guys we knew. Eagles fans were no joke. And this guy, Belasti, you got you to gotta see the video because it's absolutely hilarious. It's hilarious. So mm-hmm. that'll be a laugh from me for the for the night for today for the night. And, and and shout out to him for saving those those folks that was in that fire too. You gotta give Indeed. him some credit there. Indeed. Well, and shout out to Aguilar who heard about that it too. and not only you know said to the guy, "Hey, I want to thank you for your heroics." Uh, Twitter, get me in touch with this guy. I want to bring him and his family out to a game. Freaking amazing! I thought now that to me is what yep. sports is all about. Right to me, like right there, that encapsulates what I love about sports. Right there, this guy, you know, this guy just dogged you. The video went viral. Everybody's laughing. Oh, and by the way, he's right. And you didn't show an ounce of attitude. Instead, you focused in on the heroic thing this former firefighter did in saving all those children and inviting him at your cost or the team's cost, whatever. I'm sure. Jeffrey Lurie will probably say, oh, yeah, we'll take care of this. Let's get this guy out here, get some positive press out of this. I mean, I love – that's the thing I love about sports right there. Love stories like that. Um, and I'm sure they will get in touch with this guy. And I'm sure we'll – you know, we'll see a video of him in <laughs> I want to see the video. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, do might say, hey, I don't want to come to a game, man. I'm busy. But you want to thank me? Catch some passes next time. So you might say. Um, all right. Anyway, um, uh, how are we doing the pickums this week, uh, uh, Train? We gonna send them to you? Um, any games you want to talk about? We can talk about some games, but I'm gonna send I'm gonna send the picks through through emails. But there are a few games I thought we would want to uh, just have discussion is to see what they see we'll see what's on everyone's mind. Okay, let's do that, and then we're gonna get out of here because uh, I got a long day tomorrow. So, uh, what games you want to talk about? Well, the Thursday night game I think is an intriguing game because I would hate to see the Packers go four and zero, but I think it's going to happen because <laughs> the Eagles just they just they they got they got some injuries that they may not be able to overcome. But you know, I wonder you guys take on just you know where you leaning, what are you what are your thoughts? I can't stand Green Bay, man. God damn. Yeah, I, I you know, and this is a, this is the, this is where we knock heads because. You can't stand Green Bay, and I can't stand Philly. And um, you would love to see Philly get a win, and I would love to see Green Bay get a win. Um, right. But I think, you know, I think right now Green Bay is the better of the two teams. Um, they're playing at home. Probably have one of the better defenses they've had in the Aaron Rodgers uh, era. Um, lead the league like he's enjoying right himself. Yep. Uh, he came out and said that he was having some fun. Um, which is not good news for the rest of us in the NFC. Um, you know, that's a team that's a team to look out for. That's a I don't team, give a shit about his week, fun. Aaron Rodgers is having fun. Whatever, man. Hey, you just mad because y'all let that first game go. You had them, man. They weren't oh, playing that hot. good. I'm that's the game hot. y'all should have had, man. I'm trying to tell you. <sighs> Had me start off my pick 'em 0 and 1 because of you. 
supporting you. <laughs> I still ain't recovered. By the way, congrats, <laughs> JB. I think JB is on top of the Yahoo Pick'em. So, congrats. Oh, nice. Doing good. Appreciate Doing real good. Long way to go. Yeah. I got a few, um, I got a few friends go, but, in there. Yeah. But JB right now running the show. Okay. So I'm tired we'll with to, somebody, uh, so it's all right. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, actually, I thought you were one game ahead. Am I? When I looked, I saw you was one game ahead. Yeah. Well, I'll be darned. I think so. I think so. I'll look again. But um, well, all let's talk about this game. I, I think the Packers. I, I'm sorry, Train, but yeah, I think the Packers oh, are going to take right. this one you're also. Tied. You're yeah, tied. Yeah, tied. I'm taking the one game ahead. Yeah, but, but I'm, overall, I'm, I'm the Packers. I'm still tied with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's going to be a good game. I think. I think with the fact. Oh, and, and T, I think I did see that that clip that you were talking about where Wentz was rolling to the left and the rest of the offensive line was in the center of the field. <laughs> You're just kind of out there by a lonesome getting tackled. Something isn't yeah. right with the Eagles. They they cannot seem to get everything on the same page. And, and I think it is worth watching this team to see how they respond to Wentz because it, it doesn't appear he has the same stranglehold on that, that team the way that, that folds it. So I, I think you're right, T. I'll co-sign with that one and watch it. But in terms of this game, Aaron Aaron hasn't even played up to his capabilities yet. That defense has been outstanding. That's what scares me the most. Um, but it should be a good game to watch no matter what. Okay. Anything to add, K-Star? Yeah. Um, you know, I really got to see who's playing for the Eagles. I, I'm not sure about the status of Jackson, Deshaun, and uh, Alshon, but there's a big playing. difference. Jackson is not playing. Who? Jackson is out. Alshon is in. Alshon is in. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Philly in the bounce back spot. Then, um, I mean, they should have beaten Atlanta. You know, with the Aguilar drop, you know that game. Uh, had great opportunity to beat Detroit. It kind of dropped the ball. I think it's just a classic bounce back spot for them. Um, Green Bay. You know, they really haven't. They're three and zero, but to me, they haven't impressed too much. They've been in some close fight or close games with Denver. They should should have lost to Chicago. Uh they played well against Minnesota, but um I need to see more from them. Ann Rogers is only passing like two hundred yards a game. Uh the running game really hasn't gotten going so far and Philadelphia's the best run defense in the league. So or amongst one of the best in the league. So I think Philly pulls off a, a nice, you know, uh, get get right back uh, get back in and, and get their season back on track. Okay, what else you got for us? All right. Uh, uh, another game I think we all want to pitch is to, and you'll see it on the pick. Um, you know, you got the Ravens, the Ravens and the Browns, and I'm only, and I'm only posting this up there. I, I, I expect that most likely we all may choose choose the Ravens. You know, the Browns have gotten them themselves one win, but hey, this is the hype train that everybody was on. You know what I'm saying? The Browns, <laughs> the Browns, the playoffs contenders. You know. Before we even um, before we even come into training camp, uh, but I think they that I think they're still in trouble. I think they are so still you know, in trouble. It, it, it takes a while <laughs> to 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 put it together. 
I don't yeah. know that Kitchens is the answer. A year ago, he was running backs coach. Now he's a head coach. Um, <clears throat> that's a big leap to take in one year. Um, you know, I, I totally, you know, K-Star had made a comment that uh, Baker is Blaine Gabbert with Sass. I, I don't agree with that even a little bit. I mean, <laughs> Blaine Gabbert with what? <laughs> with Sass. You know, like with attitude, you know, like, you know, um, you know, and I, I don't, I don't agree with that at all. I think that's an insult to Blaine. Uh, you know, Blaine Gabbert was just not very good. Um, and I think, I think, I think Baker is going to be, I don't think Baker's going to be, I don't know that I, there's enough uh, to say Baker's going to be great, but you know, he, he played pretty well last year and um, you know, he's got some weapons this year, but he's got a new coach. And we always talk about the quarterback, head coach. You know, that's the key. And I don't think Kitchens is the answer. I really don't. I, I think they got to get somebody in there with, you know, they got to get somebody in there with some pedigree, you know, and um, somebody that can well, really work with Baker and that offense and get something going. Well, that's well, he was the OC last year. And that's the reason why they switched him over to head coach. He was the OC. Well, yeah, he became after yeah in the beginning of the season he was the running backs coach. He became the OC after what's his name was fired, right? So, uh, so that's that's okay, that's the so, relationship that they're banking off of. Yeah, well, it's not working. <laughs> um, they ran a, yeah, you ran a halfback you know, draw in fourth and nine, bro. Right. Did you guys see that? You know, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, Redskins hired you know Gruden because he's supposed to be a quarterback guru. How's that been working out? You know, I mean, the proof is in, mm. you know, the proof is in the pudding. And, um, you know, Greg Williams, who was the interim coach last year, believe it or not, he had them boys playing. He had them boys playing. They played a lot better last year, different team, than they played so far this year. So I think that coach is going to be the key to get the most out of Baker. So I say all that. I mean, I wanted to address K-Star's comment because I totally forgot about it. But I say all that to say – uh yeah, I gotta go with I gotta go with the NWO. I gotta go with the Ravens. NWO, New World Order, Ravens. <laughs> I'll, I'll go next. Yep. Um, yeah, I like the Ravens. To me, Baker Mayfield looks awful. So the reason why I say that is I've seen all three of the games of the Browns this year. I've been interested, and man, um, the problem with Baker is he has like. It's one of the worst case of happy feet I've seen in a long time. And that's why I made the Blaine Gabbert comparison. Like, this dude is is running away from ghosts that aren't even there half the time. Like, he's rolling and being flushed out to the right, sometimes with a clean pocket. We saw a light Sunday night, and you could say, okay, well, maybe that's just Aaron Donald. But he did that week one versus Tennessee. He did that week two as well versus the Jets in Atlanta football. Um, the dude is leading the NFL in, in passes in the double coverage at 6.4% of his passes are on double coverage. I think he's he's just he might take a while. So uh, I like Baltimore, and Lamar Jackson's playing really well. I'm gonna be well. For sure. Um, one more. Um, we got about yeah, just just a few more here, and then I will we'll call it. But uh, I know everyone would probably pick the Patriots on this one, but I mean the Bills are three and zero. Three and zero versus three and zero. We all spend time talking about. We spend time talking about a game. Come on, man. Ain't nobody. And who's gonna pick the bill? Who's gonna pick the bill? <laughs> you pick the bill. You're buying off of this 
show. You paid the bills. You fired off this show, but you're rehired next Tuesday. You're rehired next Tuesday. Um, <laughs> come on, man. Who's going to fix the bills? <laughs> Tom Brady is 30-3 last time against the Bills. 3-0, and oh, man. And he is 30-3 and three lifetime against the Bills. Who's going to pick the Bills? 30-3. God Not even Case Talk will pick the Bills. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Come on, man. Let's move on to the game of the week, man. Come on. Now, I know it's on your list. Let's get to the game of the week, man. It's on It's on the list. Before we get to the game of the week, you know what I'm saying, we're going to get to – we're going to just put one more, you know. Bears got a big game coming up this week. Because this is a division game, you know, and we can't afford to lose this, else we are really behind in the division. Owing to, you know, Minnesota's looking. All your teams they, they, have winning records, okay. bro. All your teams do, have man. winning records. What's they up? do? Woo. I don't know what's going on in the North, man, but you know everybody's fighting to be king. Man, so is I, the Vikings, so, you guys got. We got the Vikings, man. So, you know, I, I am uh, in Chicago, bro, in the Windy City. Okay. Okay. We're at home. We've been on the road past two days, past two past two weeks. So, you know, we're back. Luckily, Detroit has Kansas City this week. So, like, finally, y'all can, y'all can get a loss since uh, the other teams are letting you off the hook. <laughs> so, uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see. I, I – we're home. Kirk Cousins still sucks. Okay. <laughs> a lot of people don't believe in your boy either, though, man. A lot of people don't believe in Trubisky I know, yet. man. I know. I'm included. So, you talking about – you said something at the beginning of the show about um, teams making wrong decisions on quarterback. Yep, we sure did. Uh-huh. Yeah. We took the worst out of the three. Sure did. Yeah. Yeah, sure did. Yeah, Ready you could have had Holmes. We could have had. Who was the other one you could have had? Or Deshaun Watson. You could have had Deshaun Watson. Imagine Pat Mahomes and our defense. No, yeah, I can imagine it. (laughs) 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 Woo! (laughs) Um, Boy, 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 boy. I'll just say this in all honesty. that's that's a pick 'em game, if you ask me. I'll give you guys the edge because you're home and Soldier Field's a tough place to play. I mean, the weather's not going to be a factor this early, but you know, y'all got y'all got a good fan base and you know, sure. monsters of the midway and all of that. You got a loyal fan base, so they're going to be rowdy. Um, you're playing a division rival, so they're going to be rowdy. Yeah, you know. So uh, because of that and your defense, I mean, all all this, you know, Aaron Donald love. Um, and I got to tell you, I don't know that there's anybody playing any better than Mac. That dude is just – and I know Donald's the real deal. I'm not saying he's not – he doesn't deserve. But, you know, his the first two games, he, he had had like two quarterback pressures and no sacks. Um, and uh, Mac is – I don't know, man. That dude is, is a one-man wrecking crew. He really is. Um, so, I'm, I'm a glad good he us. Yeah, <laughs> Trying to tell you, so I'm gonna give y'all the edge on this one. I'll, I'll put my when I send my picks in, I'm gonna go ahead and 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 you know at this point I'm gonna pick the Bears. I am I am a J notice. I do I made two switches and one of them I was right and one of them I was wrong. So 
I didn't really gain anything by making any switches, but mm-hmm. uh, I, I'll give y'all. I, I go with the Bears. Yep. Ditto. <laughs> Same reason. <laughs> that defense is like that. Hard. Yep. Yeah, ain't nothing else to add. That defense is scary. The, the photo, the, there was a, a video. Mac was just on the sideline, just staring. And and even though I'm a I'm a thin bro, I don't intimidate easy. I don't get scared easy, folks, because we all bleed. But I saw that dude right there. I like, you know what? I may have to walk the other way if I saw him coming. He looked angry. Hey man, you see the dude's arms? Do y'all see this guy's arms, dog? Yeah, I need to get back in the gym. Right. I'm sending a man crush here. Man crush? Is that what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're turning into something about a guy's arms on the show, man. Come on, man. What are we talking about? You see the guy's arms? Jesus Christ. Just saying, bro. Just saying. Go get some time with your Hey, go get some time with your wife right after the show. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> um, Chase, I know, I know you're rolling with me, man. <laughs> you don't ever roll again. Yeah, bro. Yeah, man. Hey, you know bears. Clear yep. Max Arms for the win. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, I... I do got to put six up there, but I won't talk about six tonight. I'll add that. To them. But, you know, we do have to have a little conversation about the Sunday night game. You know, we got the, we got, you know, we got the Dallas Cowboys. We ain't play nobody. You know, they don't, you know, <laughs> they ain't play nobody. So they, you know, it can't be world beaters. They going, they going, they going, you know, what did the guy say? They going, they going to digress. They going, what did they say? They going Decline. 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 Three games in. You you you're gonna decline. It's that's awesome. You know. Versus the breezeless Saints. Breezeless. I don't know what the hell Seattle was doing. I don't even understand how you let the breezeless Saints come into the stadium. With the twelfth man, and you get your ass with like that in your house. But I do expect, <laughs> you know, the declining, the declining Dallas Cowboys <laughs> to go Holy into dude, the Superdome, man. you know. And introduce Teddy Bridgewater back to the NFL properly. <laughs> that's that's what I expect. <laughs> I expect him to go there and introduce Teddy Bridgewater properly back to the NFL. I don't know what Seattle was doing. I mean, they get they get two touchdowns not by the offense before <laughs> the touchdowns to kick off the game, and the offense has a quarter point. Mm. Freaking amazing! Mm, 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 mm. I'm sorry. I know. So, I know they got weapons. I know they got defense. But uh, I've always said it. I look at uh, Dallas makeup, and uh, I I like what I see as far as a complete team is concerned. So are you picking the Cowboys? Cause... 
I'm a pick. I, mean, I might pick the declining Cowboys, man. I don't know. Dude said they're declining. See, I got to think about it, man. Yeah, you think about it, man. You think about it. Click. <laughs> um, I'm going to let JB go first, and then because I've been doing a lot of talking, so I'm going to let JB talk on this one first, and then I'll come in after him. Yeah, I'm obviously going with the Cowboys. I, I think that the matchup that is going to be most interesting to watch is really going to be Kamara versus Van Der Esch and or Smith. That's really going to be interesting. Uh, also, obviously, Michael Thompson versus the Dallas secondary. That's going to be great, too. Um, watching what Cooper and, and, and Dak and Zeke do, that's going to be great. I think Winton's going to get open across the middle. But just, just too many weapons overall. Just too many weapons. And, and we've already seen what they can do last year against the, the, the Breeze-led Saints. Now it's the Breeze-less Saints. Uh, I expect a, a, a double-digit victory, like a 20-10 or a 27-17, something like that, uh, for Dallas getting the win. So, Jay mentioned last year the Saints came into Dallas. They were ten and one. Um, Dallas was six and five, and no one gave Dallas a chance. And mm-hmm. the end of the first half, Dallas was up thirteen to nothing. Uh, Breeze ended the game eighteen for twenty-eight, one hundred and twenty-seven yards, one touchdown, and near the end of the game, threw that pick that ended the game. Kamara ran the ball eleven times for thirty-six yards. And Michael Thomas caught the ball five times for 40 yards. Okay, this is the Drew Brees led Super Saints last year that were um, what the penalty away from going to the Super Bowl, and this is what Dallas did to them with um, a stout defense and a pretty good offense. They had gotten uh, Cooper in, and they were on that roll where they actually did go to the playoffs. Um, Prescott in that game was 24 for 28, so he was already showing what we see now he was showing that then 249 yards no picks uh zeke had uh 75 yards rushing and cooper had eight catches for 76 yards gallup at five for 76 um um, there is a chance that gallup will play but unlikely but there is a chance that he could play but i would say it's unlikely um uh what's his name crawford who's a great defensive lineman will probably not play. So that that's, that's something Dallas is going to have to adjust to. Um, and their safety woods. Um, actually, there's a good chance that he will play, even though the report said he was going to be out four to six weeks. Um, but the injury wasn't nowhere near as bad as they reported. So there's a good chance that he's going to play. So Dallas will enter this game relatively healthy. And, um, you know, I think, you know, I think Train really touched on when you look at what, for some reason, Seattle didn't do. I don't think I, – I think this Dallas team will not beat themselves. Um, and and let, let me just say this real quick. They, they played Miami the first half, and I watched it, and I said, okay, let me see what Dallas does in the second half because at the end of the first half, it was 10-6 Dallas. And Miami was driving and could have at least got a field goal, if not a touchdown, had they not fumbled. They fumbled the, the, the half. Um, well, they, Dallas did try to get a long field goal, but um, he missed. So 10-6. And I heard Tim Oliver said that Jason Garrett wasn't happy and that, um, you know, there were some things that he was going to say to the team to kind of wake them up for the second half. They came out and they scored two touchdowns. Bam, bam. 
The next thing you know, it went from 10-6 to 24-6. And then they coasted the rest of the way. And I read that as this team responded to Garrett, who's been my question mark. So now that I see evidence that Garrett is actually coaching and doing something, I feel real good about where this team can go. That combined with Bridgewater, you know, what it'll be his third game, second game, third game, um, came in to relieve Breeze and then started last week, so it'll be his third game. Um, I, I, I think I agree with Jay. I think, I think it's going to be a good game because the Saints are going to be proud. Sean Payton is a hell of a coach. Um, but they've showed that they can beat this cast. These superstars, they've shown they can beat. So I expect them to go in and do it again. And I expect them to do it. Um, I, I'm not saying blowout, but I think they can win by, you know, 10 to 14 points. I think Dallas can go out there and score, you know, with all that weapons. I see Dallas getting 30 plus again. I don't see New Orleans. I mean, Train, you said it. They got a touchdown on a special teams play and they got a touchdown on a fumble recovery. So that was 14 points right there. So I don't see that offense going out without Breeze and scoring 30 points. I just don't see it. So I see Dallas getting this game, and I see Dallas, you know, somewhere 31-21 or 34-20, something like that. But And last thing I'll say, and then I'll let K-Star tell us why the Saints are going to win because I think he's going to pick the Saints. Um, the last thing I'll say is this is the litmus test game now, not because the Saints are all that, because you are now finding, finally playing a team that there is some respect for out there, and you're going to their stadium. You can't lay an egg. You can lose, but you can't lay an egg. You got to go play hard and let them beat you. Don't beat yourselves. Don't make stupid mistakes. Don't get comfortable. You know, play what you've been doing these last three games. Continue that same level of energy and effort into this game, and you will win. But you can lose and be okay, but you can't play like crap and lose because then it's over. you got to go play well, and if you play well, I think you'll win. And I think you'll win. I think it'll be a good margin. I think it'll be 10, 14 points. Okay. Okay, sir. No, I like the Cowboys. Fuck all that. It's not Drew Brees playing quarterback in the Saints. Uh, give a lot of yards to receivers. I don't know if you guys saw what Tyler Lockett did to them. Um, yep. DeAndre Hawkins did to them week one. You know, this this is a bugaboo, and the Cowboys have the downfield aerial assault to exploit that. So I don't think the Saints can be able to keep up with Teddy Bridgewater. So And the athletic athleticism the linebackers have at, on Dallas, you know, they can keep Kamara relatively in check, at least from exploding. So I think that it should be a relatively easy game for Dallas. Relatively easy, says Kesar. Shit, now, shit, now. I almost hope he had picked. Yeah. Me. I don't know. I feel like I just got hexed and cursed. <laughs> <laughs> I got <that>, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's relatively easy. You got hexed hard at that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. All right. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Doctor Train. Okay. Um, so, hey, on that note, let's get on out of here. Like I said, brother got a long day tomorrow. So, uh, final thoughts, final thoughts. Went a little longer than I wanted to, but, hey, we're having fun. Um, let's go to JB. We'll start with JB, your final thoughts. Uh, I think final, 
thoughts would be right where we left off with the Cowboys. Everybody's talking about didn't play anybody, one and eight against the competition. Saints just went into Seattle and, and eked out a victory without Breeze. So, uh, Cowboys go in, beat the Saints in the Superdome. I don't want to hear anything else. Uh, Cowboys are legitimate. They play who's on the schedule. They win. Case closed. And I'll reiterate again with Daniel Jones, let's see him do it repeatedly, not just one game. And that goes with, with um, the guy that replaced Cam Newton, Kyle Allen. Same thing. Played well. One game. Let's see how it goes. Okay. K-Star. Well, winning the football should be awesome. I won three Steelers. I won three Bengals, baby. Uh, Somebody got to win. Yeah. Somebody got to win. Somebody yeah. got to win. Exactly. <laughs> hey, just in case you don't know, yeah. man, you, you're game six. So, <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Uh, you the six you the six game on the pick six. You lucky you uh, pick you pick the six games. I wouldn't put you on there. Zero and three versus zero and three. But anyway, right. <laughs> <laughs> praying for Big Ben, bro. Every day. Well, uh, next year. Next year. I know. All right, uh, Doctor Train. Season. Final. <laughs> yeah. Doctor Train. Hey. My condolences to K Star and the Steelers, man, as they as they plummet this season, man. I feel your pain, bro. Please understand. I feel your pain a lot. Uh, but I'm no longer there. So yeah. if you need a hug, I'll email you. <laughs> uh, he said uh, I'll email you a hug. <laughs> you know, you can do that now with the emojis. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh, man, you can do anything uh, now, man. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I'm happy. I, I'm glad we got the win yesterday. Um, still, we still got some cleanup to do. I still want to see a better run game. I want to see a better Mitch. The defense, I have nothing negative to say whatsoever other than I'm – you know, I'm glad to see some turnovers get in there. But, you know, when you play bad teams, yeah, you can rack up the turnovers. So, um, but we got the Vikings this week. Uh, this is not an easy game. But I, I, I expect us to take this W so we can just, just be just behind the Packers because I'm, I'm, I'm looking at them getting the win and, Finally, Detroit getting a getting a loss. So I can shut up my coworkers. I get tired of the dude talking about undefeated Detroit Lions. It don't even sound right in the same sentence. Undefeated. They shouldn't even be able to call a team that's got a tie undefeated. Yeah, that, undefeated. That's just, right. Yeah. It doesn't even make sense. Nah. Nah. Other than that, I will either. say. <laughs> right. <laughs> the last thing I will say though is um uh. T, I like the new name in WO. You gave the young quarterbacks. I like that. Definitely looking to see their careers progress. And I'm looking to see some of these other cats that have stepped in there. You know what I'm saying? You you starting to see, you know, the guys that we've been used to watching, that we enjoy watching, Brady, Breeze, uh, Rodgers, Ben, you know, it, those those guys are getting older. Phillip Rivers, you know, and already sat down for Eli, even though he was never elite. But still, it was he was a manny. So, right. but you're starting to see some some new quarterbacks had to come from somewhere, 
and I, I, I definitely like the undrafted <laughs> stories or the guys who work their way in there. So it's interesting to see how their rea- how their careers will progress. You got Minshew down there. We ain't said nothing about Minshew all night. All I know is that dude completes mm-hmm. a lot of freaking passes. Okay. Yeah, I don't yeah, know what he's going to turn into. His mustache. Tight window throws, bro. <laughs> yeah. The corn stash. Yeah. I, 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 so I, I like what I see, but we you know we'll see. Cause I always say, hey, give them two, three years and see what they transform into. Cause, you know what, you know, as, as excited as we were about look, and as excited as we were about Cam Newton, and and RG three when they came on the scene, look where they are. Marcus Mariota, Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota. I mean, yeah, it takes time. You know, it really yeah. does. That's all I got. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to dream for a minute, then we're going to get out of here. But So Dallas played Sunday night. By that time, um, all the other NFC East teams will have played. Eagles play Thursday night. Um, I predict the Eagles are going to get an L. They're going to go to one and three. The Giants and the Redskins play in New York, which almost doesn't matter um, when those, you know, these NFC East teams play. It almost doesn't matter, but um, – the good money will probably have the Giants favored because of the the new MVP of the league quarterback, Daniel Jones. But I don't expect the Redskins to lay down. Gruden knows his job is on the line. Uh, you know, neither team is very good. Um, and don't count out seeing Haskins sooner than later. We talk about up and, you know, young quarterbacks. I'm curious to see how he looks. But if the Redskins do pull off a victory, it would be their first. And so there is a chance that, uh, Monday morning, when everyone gets up, that the Cowboys could be sitting at four and zero, and the Eagles, Giants, and Redskins all sitting at one and three. And after four games, after only the first twenty five percent of the season, the first quarter of the season, Dallas could have a commanding three game lead over everybody in their division. It's it's not unthinkable that the Redskins can't go to New York and win. They're zero and three. They're due to win, right? Okay. Both teams suck, so somebody's got to win. And, you know, even Case, even, uh, I'm sorry, Train, who can't stand the Packers, had to concede that the Packers are probably going to get this win in Green Bay Thursday night. Although, you know, it's the NFL. Anything can happen. So that's what I'm hoping for. I come back from my my little mini vacation, and I'm going to be home in time to see the Cowboy game. And by the end of that game, I'm hoping that – and then, like Dave said, if that's the case, I cannot wait to see what everybody has to say about my Cowboys, our Cowboys, JB. See what they have to say. And, oh, yeah, the YouTube video will be coming. I promise you that. And I'm posting it everywhere. Everywhere. It ain't going to be long because people don't watch long videos anymore. You know, if you do anything longer than a couple minutes, people just turn you off. So it'll be short, but it'll, ooh, it's going to pack a punch. So don't let Dallas go to four and zero, and particularly the other teams, like especially the Eagles, go to one and three. Dallas have a three game lead after. Oh my God! Oh, okay, I'm getting too excited right now. Okay, I don't like you talking about Khalil Mack's arms. I need to relax. I need to relax. Okay. Um, you guys still there? Did I lose you? No, we yeah, still here. I heard you, man. I just yep. always mute myself when you do your closing remarks. So the background of that. Okay. <laughs> okay, I've been making sure. You know, sometimes it's technology. I find out I was talking to myself the whole time, you know. 
Old man screaming at clouds. So, all right, on that note, guys, thanks for another great show. We'll see you next Tuesday night. Uh, good luck to all your teams this weekend. And, uh, hey, <laughs> we're, we're, we're one game away from 25% of the season being over already. I'm telling you guys, before you know it, we're going to be opening up Christmas presents and wrapping up the NFL season. So enjoy it while we got it. So watch the games this weekend. We'll be back next Tuesday night. And remember, the new world order. <laughs> oh, no, that's not what I meant to say. Remember, all feuds settled on the field. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Bop 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 b